Welcome to Over the Goal Line, a Cornell University women's ice hockey podcast by the players and for the players. This podcast will bring you in-depth game analysis, behind-the-scenes banter, and exclusive team coverage straight from the players themselves. Now here's your host, number 23, Finley Prashet. Hello, Cornell hockey fans. Welcome to Episode 7 of Over the Goal Line. This episode has a great player interview, a breakdown of playoffs so far, and a bit of uncertainty with what is to come because of coronavirus. But let's get into it. Let's start off with playoffs. After sweeping St. Lawrence February 28th and February 29th, we advanced to the ECAC semifinals, where we took down Harvard 4-0. And then the next day, we fell to Princeton in the ECAC finals 3-2 in overtime. And to be honest, that one stung a bit, but what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. And we head into the NCAA tournament as the number one ranked seed. We are set to face off against Mercyhurst Saturday, March 14th at 2. And here comes the uncertainty that I mentioned before. Cornell has just announced that there will be no fans permitted for our NCAA quarterfinal game versus Mercyhurst. And again, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Our team has dealt with a lot of adversity this year, and this will go on that list. With that being said, the team is focusing on the task at hand with our end goal in mind. And this is a time that I want to say thank you to Line of Faithful. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, but you guys are the best. This past weekend for the ECAC Championship weekend, you guys made it a lasting memory for all of us. After the Harvard win when we were saluting you all, I started tearing up and I know some of my teammates did too. Coming to play D1 hockey has always been a dream of mine from the very start. And I was very fortunate that I was able to accomplish that. But being a female hockey player, you never really think that you could have a large fan following because it's not often that you see it. Being at Cornell and playing for Cornell has truly been the honor of my life. And putting the jersey on and representing this university, my teammates, line of faithful, and everyone who has come before me has meant so much. The fans really are something special here and we never have taken them for granted for one second. With that being said, we know that you will all be tuning in online to watch our ECAC quarterfinal game and cheering on the way you would if you were at Lina. So thank you, Lina Faithful. Whether you're in the stands or not allowed to be, we hope we make you proud. And now on to the player interview. I chatted with number 22, Maddie Mills. This interview was actually conducted before the ECAC Championship Weekend began, but it's an interview that you certainly don't want to miss. Maddie Mills, number 22, is the guest of the week for Over the Goal Line. Welcome. Thank you. It's such an honor to be on this podcast. Yeah, we're quite a few episodes in, so I'm glad that you've finally gotten to be on because I feel like you've been mentioned in a lot of the podcasts, whether it's the prank war or talking about the best plays or whatever you've been mentioned, but now you actually get to be here and, and speak your mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, especially hearing Lindsay's last one. I wanted to come on and get my prank war. <laughs> yeah, set the record yeah. straight. <laughs> okay, so let's start off going back to the beginning of your hockey career, and that is your first memory playing hockey growing up. Can you tell me a bit about it? Yeah, I sadly have a really bad childhood memory. Oh, but, <laughs> but But I do remember being on the backyard ice rink with my brothers and my dad built the ice rink for us and we'd be out there really late at night skating around and I was so much younger than them yeah but I would just try to like my brother was a goalie one of them <laughs> and the other one was a player and I thought I was so good because I got to play with them mm-hmm. um but one of my memories out there was my 
oldest brother, Jake, he was the player. <laughs> I was, like, standing next to the goal, and he took a slap shot, and it hit the post, and it came and just smoked me in the face. Oh, my God. And I got this big black eye, and I, was, I thought I was How so How old tough. were you? Oh, I was probably, like, seven, maybe. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And I like how that didn't stop you from playing hockey. Oh, no, I love that I got yeah. a black eye. I've, I'm sure there have been other black eyes from hockey since yeah. that moment. Yeah, but I think so. Made you tougher. Yeah. Okay, so this is a Finley Maddie story that we need to tell the listeners because it's my favorite thing ever. But... I already know what you're going to say. It's... It's our first drill at Lineup. I knew it. So let me let me set the stage a bit for our listeners. Yeah. Basically, freshman year, we did not practice at Lina in the fall because they were redoing the roof. So when they finally redid the roof, we had been practicing with Cornell for a bit. We already had our first collegiate practice under a belt, but we were on Lina for the first time, first practice at Lina. Everyone's so excited, and we go into our first drill. And it, it, it requires the next person in, in line to lay, to gently lay a puck out for someone swinging through to pick up. But Very easy pass to make. Like the easiest. You really can't mess this no. up. However, I don't know if it was the nerves of it being our first practice on Lina or whatever, but Maddie's first in line and I'm second in line. And Maddie goes to do the nice, gentle lay out. Okay, I have to add, like... It was Kristen going, and I, my dream was to play with Kristen yeah. at this point in the season. I was like, she's so good, like... She's so fast. Yeah, like, like, <laughs> the season hadn't even officially started. We didn't have line. Yeah. We're all just trying to, like, prove ourselves out there. Like, we're little freshmen so excited to be skating at Lina. We've walked by it a million times and never actually been out there. However, Maddie is supposed to give this gentle pass to Kristen. And Maddie, what happens? I just rip a sh- pass at her, but it turns out that it, like stood up on my stick funny and it ends up like almost hitting the rafters like it almost hits multiple banners <laughs> yeah up on the roof but Kristen just keeps on skating yes. and for, somehow she skates and it drops right in front of her she just gently taps it down like with her stick. the most athletic thing i've ever seen <laughs> like it was not a problem like she was used to catching passes yeah. that were gonna hit yeah. the banners and I just t- remember turning around to Finley. And you we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> and the, and the, I remember looking up, and it, none of the coaches had seen it because yeah. it wasn't like the puck went to the other end and the drill was killed. Like, Kristen somehow caught it with her yeah. glove or hit it with her <laughs> I don't even know, but you got away with it. <laughs> yeah. But to this day, every time we do this drill, both of us always find ourselves in that exact corner, yeah. in the exact order, yeah. and we're like, this is it. And we did you, it this week. You, you did do it this week, and you, you tense up a little bit I more do. when you have to give that gentle yeah. little pass. Actually, this week it was to Chris. It was the it exact was. situation. I was like, Maddie, I'm getting deja vu yeah. here. And we freaked out when I made yeah. the pass. But yeah, so I think fun. that was funny because... It, it legitimately was the first practice yeah. at Lina in the first drill. I will never forget that practice because of yes, that moment. Yes, me neither. I mean, I was just standing there. My jaw was to the ground. And I was like, what just happened? Yeah. I'm like, Maddie, like, <laughs> how does that I even... Know. I don't even think you could replicate No, that. I could never do that again. <laughs> okay, so going off funny stories and things about our team, what's your favorite part about being a part of this year's Cornell team? Okay, yeah, so... I think that a really good representation of my favorite part about this team actually happened today. Yes. Um, so, it is, we like, all the teams are here for the championship weekend, and 
It's very strict, our practice time. So we couldn't get on the ice until 12.30. On, on the, the dot. dot. Exactly yeah. at 12.30. So we have the big clock up on the screen, and we're all standing on the bench waiting for it to turn 12.30. We got down there probably at, like, 12.28-ish. Yeah, yeah. So we were waiting for a bit. Yeah, and I've never experienced such a long two minutes. Yes. But it turned 12.29, and all of a sudden we all, like, start to quick, like, we're kind like of. Whispering. We're like, yeah. oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're going on the ice. Yeah. Like, and people are, like, kind of just jittery and, like, like, I was so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, when is 12.30? <laughs> yeah. People start kind of, like, screaming a little bit. And then it hits 12.30, and we all just rush on the yes. ice, screaming, banging Like, going sticks. berserk. Like, like, it was, like, little children, like, waiting when adults are holding them back. We were just yeah. We were so happy. Yeah. Everyone's making so much noise yeah. on the boards. Like, and that was probably the longest. It was the longest minute the long- of my whole life. <laughs> And I think that's definitely, like, the sums up our team. We're all just so excited to be at the rink every yeah. day. Like, we have so much fun at practice, even when it's, like, the same. it could be the same thing over and over yeah. again. We still find such, like, so much fun in it. Um, I think that even just, like, having one person that's kind of not excited to be there brings down the team, and I really don't think we have that person. Yeah. It's, like, we all love being around each other all the time, and it's just been – and we all know what a special year it is for yeah. us, which is also really – yeah. We have so much fun. I I just, like, I have a class that ends at 4.10 on the days that practice start. We have meeting at yeah. 4.30. And I'm sitting in class trying to pay attention or paying attention. But all I can think about is how everybody's at the rink, like, in the locker room, in the training <laughs> yeah. room, or, like, playing games or even just taping their stick, listening to music. And then I'm like, I feel like I'm missing out yeah. because I want to be there so bad. And then I walk into the locker room, and I'm like, hi, everybody. I'm yeah. so happy because I've been, like, missing it and I've been (laughs) feeling left out while I'm sitting in class so you're a chemical engineer here at Cornell (laughs) and that's pretty crazy time commitment wise what do you want to do after college and after hockey is over um yeah I going into college I didn't really know what I wanted to do afterwards so I chose chemical engineering it's a very broad engineering discipline so I got to choose a lot and at first I wanted to do like medical stuff or pharmaceuticals and I tried that out last summer didn't love it necessarily Mm -hmm. and my parents are in like the petroleum oil and gas industry and I didn't really think that I liked that much but I got experience with that and um so now I actually have another internship it's like one of those weird things (laughs) yeah you don't want to do what your parents do and you're (laughs) I feel like you put up kind of a wall but then you're like wait a minute I kind of kind of like yeah (laughs) so this summer I'm doing a process um, engineering internship at a big refinery and I'm already know I'm gonna I'm gonna love it yeah <laughs> like, I'm so excited uh-huh. it sounds really dorky but like basically I'll just be working on their processes like a lot of pipes and pumps and um, yeah. separation stuff uh, doing that so that's really cool yeah I'm really excited I feel like at especially hockey you you have your helmet on and people are like oh number 22 she's really good at hockey but there's a whole nother side yeah and that obviously the academics at Cornell are really hard, and <laughs> yeah. so I think that it's important to discuss that and talk about how yeah. we spend so much time at the rink, but also in the classroom and trying to get good grades and figure out what we want to do after right. hockey ends, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, you reached your 100th point, and I was wondering if you could talk a bit about that milestone and what it means to you to get that in your junior year. Yeah, that was really special. Um, I... I have to say I didn't really think about it that much. Yeah. I didn't even know I was at 
98 going into that game, yeah. I guess. I had no idea. <laughs> um, but when it happened and I got to share it with Jamie, which was really cool, yeah. um, it was, like, it was really exciting because I got to think back on, like, all the different kind of mm-hmm. games and that I've played in, yeah. and it's just a really special team to be a part of. Right. And I really think that, like, I wouldn't... If I was on any other team, I really don't think I would have been able to hit yeah. 100 points in my college career, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, so that was really special. It was just kind of a reminder to think back on yeah. my career. And right. the same thing happened. Actually, I texted all of the juniors. Yeah. I was all sentimental about hitting 100 games. Um, Which is crazy. You texted all the juniors, and I was like, oh my gosh. And you think back, like, oh, it's just a season. But then you're like, oh my gosh, 100. Like, that's yeah. a big number. Yeah. And all those individual games... All those plays, all yeah. those celebrations, whatever it is, it's crazy that we've reached that. I know. It, it doesn't feel like 100 games. Yeah. In any, so, for you, quick. looking back on those 100 points and all the games you've played, do you have a most memorable point that you've scored or assisted on or just been a part of? Um, there have been a lot of really fun ones that I've, like, got. I just remember celebrations, yeah. honestly, more yeah. than goals a lot of times. <laughs> um, and... The one that I do remember is my first ever point. I really? think it might have been one of my most memorable. Um, I was so excited to play college hockey, and I didn't know what I was going to be. Yeah. Like, I, you never know what you you're, never how you're going to transition, yeah. you know? So I remember scoring my first po- point against St. Lawrence, which was a big game in right. our freshman year. It was a huge game. That was uh, our away. first game of the season, I remember. Yeah. And I scored, and I remember just jumping up and down <laughs> like crazy. Like, I'm not a big celebrator, yeah, but, but I went wild. Yeah. And I remember my parents and my brothers, like, giving me a hard time. Like, not yeah. a hard time, but they were like, I've never seen you celebrate yeah. like that. <laughs> so that was really special. Wow. I don't know. It just, I feel like celebrating and getting points or whatever, or just being a part of a team in college is way different. And so different. You're so much more excited. Like, I remember freshman year we were playing Princeton, this is, like, an embarrassing story for me. In playoffs, we were playing Princeton, and I was on the bench, and I think Veerman scored. Oh, yeah. And I was so excited from oh, the bench. Yeah. I, I literally was celebrating, trying to hug people, whatever, but I ended up falling. falling I fell off the bench onto the ice. Like, yeah. my, I was, number 23 was literally <laughs> on the ice. Face down. And I that was so they were embarrassing. through the line, and they were, like, hitting you and I did, stuff. Yeah, like. I, I, that was really embarrassing for me, but I was just, like, so happy. Yeah. And I was not involved in the play at all whatsoever, but just, yeah. it just feels different in college and being a part of something like that. I have to say, I do remember, honestly, probably less of my points and yeah. more of, like, people's first. Like, yeah. Elena's last, mm-hmm. was that last? Two weekends, Two weekends ago. ago. Um, Bella's, we'll always remember yes. Bella's first goal. Just, and just, like, how excited everybody yeah. gets for their teammates when they need to be a part of. It's really fun to be on the bench, honestly. It when is. So, when the big goal happens, yeah, people go crazy. So exciting. Yeah. And hopefully you don't fall off like me, but yeah. I haven't seen anyone do that prior or after. I don't know if anyone after. else could do that. No, it takes skill. Yeah, that's talent. <laughs> so why did you choose number 22? So, um, two kind of reasons. One is definitely bigger than the other. So the first reason was I was two growing up. It was my first ever number, and then I went to high school, and I was twelve. Mm-hmm. And so now in college, I'm oh, twenty-two. That's pretty cool. Yeah, which actually was kind of on accident. Yeah, I didn't realize it, but if I would have thought about it, I would have chosen for that yeah. reason. But the main reason is my brother in high school was number twenty-two. He was the oldest, and yeah. um, I l- obs- and most people know I'm obsessed <laughs> yes. with my brothers. So <laughs> anything they do, I want to do. And yeah, Jake was twenty-two, so. 
I wanted to be. 22 is a great number. It is. I And I'm 23, so we get to stand next it to each really other cool, at all yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> Always next to each other. Yeah, you've heard me say some pretty interesting yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> final question that I need to touch on since Lindsay was my past interview and you are my this, this week's interview, and that is the prank war. So can you just give the listeners a little bit of an update on where we're at in the prank war? Yeah, so I have to start by saying I think that I was destroying Lindsay in the prank war mm-hmm. to start. Like, I came out of... You came out hot. I really did. It was over intercession. Mm -hmm. I was putting way too much thought into it. Like, I'd fall asleep at night thinking about it. (laughs) And, um, but here recently, I think she's starting to take the lead. Really? Yeah, my last prank, I was really disappointed in myself. I I messed up, and then I had to think on my feet. It was not good. So it wasn't full effort, wasn't there? No, no, and I'm definitely full effort in this Mm -hmm. prank war. Yeah. And her last one was 100% effort. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She went out and bought zip ties and she zip tied everything. Like she zip tied my gloves to my elbow pads. I probably had a hundred zip ties <laughs> on my helmet alone. Yeah, that's with, a like, good one. Like clear tape all over it, um, around my skates. Like zip tie. Like oh my god, <laughs> it took me probably thirty minutes. Yeah, to get and home. before practice, yeah. you like ran into the training room with your helmet, which had the zip ties and the tape all over it. Yeah. And it li- it didn't look like a helmet. It looked like a weapon. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, it looked like a weapon because yeah. the zip ties had pokers coming yeah, out of it. I like, I didn't know what you were holding. It took her so long to do. Yeah. It was a mess. So she might have the lead right now. Yeah. So, I so, don't know. Uh, yeah, she might be taking the lead from But me. do you have plans to oh, regain the lead? Oh, do I ever. There I have go. a lot of stuff in mind, yep. Okay, Just there have you to go. follow through. <laughs> So, the update will be back, I'm sure. I'm Maddie Mills, number 22. Let's go red. And that's all for episode 7 of Over the Goal Line. Again, we play Mercier's Saturday, March 14th at 2 o'clock for the NCAA quarterfinals. The winner of this game will advance to the Frozen Four in Boston. And while there are no spectators allowed this weekend, you can still tune in and watch online. Thank you, Line of Faithful. Thank you, fans. And as always, let's go Red! Tune in next time to Over the Gold Line, a Cornell University women's ice hockey podcast. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Over the Gold Line. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and WVBR.com. To learn more about the team, you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cornell W Hockey. Game schedule and tickets can be found at CornellBigRed.com. Until next time, go Big Red! Go Big Red!